Bridge, a lot of them are now partners with the Pacific Trails Pipeline. So that's part of the problem of the band councils being involved in these struggles. Also, the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations, are very involved in the Enbridge campaign. Um, but there's, so their pipelines are a very big issue. Uh, there's also a lot of mining going on. So there's some communities, indigenous communities, that mines, some proposed mine is a big, uh, a big focus. In the early 2000s, there was a big campaigns against the ski resorts. The ski resorts were being promoted by the government as a really big thing at the time. So that was, you might have heard of the Squaquequel with the Shequepmik Nation. They were fighting against the Sun Peaks ski resort expansion. Uh, Shudi Camp is a sovereign uh, camp established by the Stathmium in 2000 that stopped uh, a proposed ski resort. A massive ski resort they wanted to build uh, just a little ways north of Whistler uh, in an untouched alpine mountain area. But that was a successful struggle that actually stopped the ski resort, and that camp is still there. Um, there's a Sinaic nation, which are declared extinct by the government, and they are in uh, eastern BC around Nelson, the Nelson area. And so they're kind of doing a campaign to assert themselves as being a sovereign nation that still exists. Um, in the downtown east side of Vancouver, and uh, along Highway 16, which is kind of like where the pipelines are kind of get, uh, proposed to be built, there's the issue of the missing and murdered uh, women, which are predominantly native women. Because in the downtown east side of Vancouver, there's about, there's probably over 70 missing and murdered women since the uh, late 70s. Uh, a lot, the 80s and 90s, that uh, missing and murdered. Of course, uh, uh, Picton was arrested and he was charged and convicted for six of the killings. But uh, on Highway 16, there's, uh, there's at least 30 missing and murdered women, young women, mostly natives. Um, so that's another big uh, issue for Native people in the province there. Um, but you know, across the country, in almost every major city, there's missing and murdered women. Uh, along, uh, through the prairies, it's the same. Uh, Winnipeg, Regina, Saskatchewan, and Edmonton, they all have very similar uh, situations. I think those are the main uh, indigenous concerns in British Columbia right now. Yeah. The treaty process is another one. The treaty process was started by the uh, New Democratic Party in the early 1990s. It was kind of a response to OCA, because uh, in BC, of course, there's uh, most of the entire province uh, has never has never been ceded to the crown legally through the treaties. Uh, so there's a really strong consciousness among indigenous peoples in BC that the land is stolen, and so the modern-day treaty process, the BC treaty process, is kind of like a, an effort by the government to legalize the prior theft of native land and to create economic certainty for corporations. All right. Well, this will end the show. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, this is Roman. You're listening, have been listening to the Weekly Review here at Mutiny Radio. There are shows here every day of the week. And again, if you're interested in having a show here of your own, please get in contact with us. If you would like to financially support the show, please do so at patreon.com forward slash weekly rev. Um, and or spread the word. Let folks, you know, tell them about it. 
It's great. Also, putting the word out, always grateful to talk to community organizers, activists, and artists. Uh, if you can't make it in person, you're also welcome to call in, so that's an option. Uh, thanks again for listening. I'm going to end the show with a song I heard recently by Cat Power featuring Lana Del Rey called Woman. Sums it up. <sighs> okay. Thanks again for listening. And as I hop over to this uh, mic over here. And again, the last clip we played was um, Gord Hill from the, uh, if you go to itsgoingdown.org, they've included another interview with Gord Hill as well as the clip that we just played. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks again for Pam for opening up the show. And we'll be back next week. Have a great week, everybody. And also, uh, Women's Magazine uh, with Global Val and the Common Thread Collective are off this week. However, they will be back next week. So stay tuned to Mutiny Radio, and have a great week, everybody.
everyone. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. Women's Magazine with Global Val is off this week. However, they will be back next week with uh, Women's Magazine and Common Thread Collective. So right now we're going to play an older episode. And please do stay tuned to Mutiny Radio. We've got shows here every day of the week. If you're interested in having a show here of your own, there are spots available. So please do get in touch with us. You can check us out at mutinyradio.fm. So let's find a common thread collective to play. And yeah, stay tuned to Mutiny Radio. This might take a moment, so please do bear with us. And also, if you're the type of person who does vote, vote. It's happening November 6th. There are a lot of uh, propositions on the ballot this fall. Uh, statewide propositions have to say yes on Prop C, yes on Prop 10, yes on Prop E. And we'll also have much more information about other items to vote on. And I believe it was either last week or the week before, Val did a great show in terms of going over a lot of the different items that are on the ballot. So please do check out previous episodes. And you can do so by um, checking out mutinyradio.fm. There's the archive for all types of shows that we have here. So if you have only listened to a few, try listening to a different one. There's a lot of great shows here. There's music, there's news, poetry, lots of great ones here. So actually, we're going to find out. We've got a women's magazine right here from last year that we're going to play. And so, yeah, stay tuned. And uh, we'll be back. uh, Well, there's always folks here. Women's Magazine, though, will be back with a new episode next week. Have a great week, everybody. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Talking about a revolution sounds whisper. Don't you know? Talking about a revolution sounds like a whisper. While they're standing in the welfare lines, crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation, wasting time in the unemployment lines, sitting around waiting for.
one could tell me otherwise But the turbulent waters won't reflect this lie Only the sun, moon and sky And all illusion shattered Money's only paper, only here We'll destroy ourselves if we can't agree How the world turns, who made the sun, who owns the sea The world we know fall piece by piece Like Diane and Nyad I want to swim 89 miles Give me a set of deltoids Like Tracy Calkins I want to be strong Like those Amazons I want to learn to dribble like I want to learn to shoot like Cheryl Miller I wanted to play for the Dallas Diamonds And live with Martina like Nancy Lieberman Strong, strong Strong, strong like an Amazon Like Utami Kennard I want to smash that birdie Like Christy Cook I want to acquire The perfect drop shot Have total control Over that shuttlecock Strong, strong Strong, strong Like an Amazon I want to run in the Boston Marathon I want to go, go, go Like Allison Rowe Like Billie Jean King I want to serve and volley Like Martina can I want to be strong Like an Amazon I want to smack the ball Like Ivana Gulagan Strong, strong Strong, strong Like an Amazon I want to learn to drive like Janet Guthrie I want to zoom, zoom like Cha-Cha Downey I want to be strong like an Amazon I want to be strong, strong like an Amazon 
Hello, and you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Coming up next is Women's Magazine with Global Val. So stay tuned.
To Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val, and you're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm, San Francisco. We're here in the Mission District, right on the corner of 21st and Florida. It's a funky little spot if you ever want to stop by when you're in the neighborhood. Lots of cool shows happening all week long. Today is Friday, is uh, November 10th, 2017. And uh, as I said, Mutiny Radio is a community radio station. And if you would like to have your own show at Mutiny Radio, you may. Uh, it just takes a little bit of training. And you can, if you want information about that, you can email our director at the email address director at 
mutinyradio.fm. You'll get in touch with Pam Benjamin, and she will say, hey, what's up? When can you come in to start training? And there are lots of open spaces on our schedule right now. If you'd like to come be a part, basically you get two hours a week of studio time to produce your show in this free-form internet radio f- format in this as aforementioned funky little art space that we have right on the corner of 21st in Florida. So if you've ever thought about having your own show, I know I did many, many years ago and I thought to myself, well, I don't know what I'd talk about. What would I talk about? Um, and then it took me a few years to actually wander my way back to mutiny radio and, uh, well, just started showing up and the rest is her story you're listening to women's magazine that was some music initially from emma's revolution from their album called revolution now singing and uh you can come and sing you can come and say what you want and uh i was really privileged to attend what felt to me like a very historic event this week at the Curran Theater in downtown San Francisco. There was a very special event where Michael Krasny, who is the host of Forum on KQED Radio, interviewed Edward Snowden via live webcam while where he is cur- currently, well, in his words, a fugitive living in Russia. So Edward Snowden, as a little reminder to everybody, uh, used to work for both the CIA and the NSA, the Na- uh, National Security Agency. Um, and when he, and then he was working as a, an NSA, he was hired uh, by an NSA contractor named Booz Allen Hamilton. That's a company, not a person. And will distinguish uh, people from companies, even though the Supreme Court doesn't think so. Anyhow, um, different story. So anyhow, um, he was working as an NSA contractor, and he discovered this incredible overreach of uh, the, you know, portions of the U.S. government um, unconstitutionally searching and retrieving the private communication informations of millions of Americans, including you and me. So just, let's just be clear. Phone records, um, three degrees of your friends on social networks, um, huge, huge sweeps of, of information uh, that, they, that the NSA was getting access to. Um, and when Edward Snowden, who was up is a technologist. Um, he had been working in the government for many years. Uh, still a young man um, back in 2013 in his early 30s. Uh, but he comes from a long line of people who, family who've worked in government positions um, and, uh, you know, kind of like signed up, you know, to, to serve his country in a sense during the Iraq war when most of us, if you're listening to my show, were out in the streets protesting. Uh, he was like good old all-American kid, uh, young man, smart guy, very smart man, um, who you know wanted to work for the government, serve his country. So he signed up, um, you know, and he's always worked on the technology side of things. Um, did work in the, for the CIA, did work for the NSA. But then when he discovered this 
incredible breach of privacy, uh, he wanted to do something about it. And so he blew the whistle, as they say. Um, now, he didn't do it in the, in the vein of Julian Assange and WikiLeaks, um, which just kind of, their policy is just kind of print whatever they find, um, publicize it, and not really blot anything out or, or hold anything back. Um, and of course, uh, Julian Assange is is basically kind of being is, is isolated <laughs> right now, <laughs> avoiding international arrest. But um, but the, what Edward Snowden, his approach was to kind of package some of this information so that it would be newsworthy or news ready. Uh, he met with a couple of different journalists, including Glenn Greenwald from the uh, Guardian um, newspaper. Um, there was another uh, journalist that he met with from Der Spiegel, which is in Germany, and then one other that I, is escaping me right now. Um, and he met with them in Hong Kong and opened up this debate about privacy and wanted to, as he explained the other night at the current theater, he wanted to make sure that this was in the public interest and wanted it to be vetted by uh, professional journalists uh, and their editors to make sure that he wasn't just crazy, he wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just him. Um, so he ended up releasing a lot of this information uh, through the press back in 2013. Um, unfortunately, that meant that he also uh, took some uh, government property of, of sorts, what we would call it, you know, the information that he was that he was sharing. Um, and then the, the U.S. government kind of went on a hunt for him, in a sense. Um, he apply, he has applied for asylum in 21 different countries, but every time he got a little bit closer and closer to being granted asylum, uh, it's, there would be some sort of high order phone call from the U S saying, don't even think about it. Um, the U S will retaliate against you in your country in some way, shape or form undisclosed. If you grant Edward Snowden asylum. Now, a, a, a note on that is under the United Nations declaration of human Human rights. Asylum is a human right. So uh, the U.S. has been, um, well, ignoring uh, the edicts of the United Nations Human Rights um, Declaration in, in more than one way, but in this way especially. And so he ended up in Russia. And when he got to Russia, he was told that his U.S. passport had been canceled. And he was basically sequestered to the airport terminal for about a month in Moscow um, and then and then eventually Russia granted him asylum or temporary asylum which they've continued to extend uh, but he is in many people's view an American hero not an American traitor um, a hero for the people because he exposed what everyone well not everyone but what a lot of people already suspected um, considering the the technologies that we have that the government has been spying on Americans and um, you know one of the justifications for that you know in the in the wake of the emergency after 9-11 um, you know, in the Patriot Act, uh, which was implemented almost immediately, uh, a document that had been written before the Twin Towers got, I'll say, blown up um, and crashed into by some planes. But um, 
yeah so so uh, the the intelligence community the um, the central government um, you know really was taking advantage of the fear that so many Americans were experiencing after 9/11 and uh, there was a you know a debate a, a conversation a public conversation that was opened up about well what do you trade liberty for security um, you know well if you want to be free then you have to give up some of your freedom so that you can be secure um maybe that means giving up some of your private information and if you have nothing to hide then you have nothing to worry about um but as we can see um, information can be easily manipulated uh, and you might be a three degrees of separation from somebody that is you know of interest for some reason or another whether or not it actually you know for they actually pose a threat to anybody or not um it's kind of this huge field of uh what we've now come to call metadata so edward snowden exposed all this um and he's been demonized uh you know from the central government obama uh said he wasn't a patriot um the current president, number 45, in one of his, you know, ridiculous uh, speeches, offhand con comments said he should be executed. Um, some really horrendous things. But uh, since this initially came out in 2013 and Obama called Edward Snowden, said he was not 